Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. And welcome to a Friday, December, December 9th. <laughs> this is about the time of year where I start getting years st- over. Years over. No, this is the time of year where I start getting stressed that I have not bought all of the Christmas presents yet. Oh yeah, I know. I've got because it. before the ninth, you're like, I have plenty of time. It's the mm. beginning of December, and then the ninth rolls around. And you're like, oh, double digits. I ain't Tomorrow's get on the tenth. Tomorrow's yeah. the tenth. Double got, digits. Gotta get on that. Double digits, folks. Um. Yeah, I started to feel the same anxiety uh, this morning when I woke up. And I was like, oh, okay. It's like the World Cup was back today. Two sets of games that went to penalty kicks, by the way. First time since, uh, uh, I think they said it was 1986, the 1986 tournament, um, that the two quarterfinal games on the same day went to uh, went to, went to penalties. Um but yeah, but I was mostly just stressed out about the fact that I'm like, oh my gosh, I really need to start like buckling down today and doing it. And did I do anything during the day about it? No, I did not. No. Of course not. Oh, I did. Why would I do that? Why would I, why would I try to be productive when it comes to taking care of these goals that, that I have? And these aren't, these, they, they, I mean, and there's, there's a time limit here <laughs> and it's really in the next week. This, this has got to get done. They always get done. It always does get done. It always gets done. I'm sure we'll end up spending tonight or Sunday or Monday just knocking everything out. Um, which is weird. It's a lot different than it you know, used to be back in the day, which was it was, okay, we're going to go here one day, and then we're going to go there one day, and we're going to go there one day. Oh, you know, you back in the to, day, you needed to plan it you out. You really needed to. It was like, okay, this weekend, we're going shopping, and then next weekend, we're going shopping, and then the weekend after that, we're going shopping, and it was shopping done in the middle of the week, and... And just sitting in the traffic in the malls, it's just such a wonderful experience. Mm, I don't know I've sat in traffic in the mall because I grew up in the city and like your rural life, mm-hmm. as we like to comment. Um, so it's more like the, the mall was busy, but we usually figured out a way where to park to yep. easy in and out. I tell you, there, I've sat in some 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 just absolute beltway level traffic jams at the Fox Run Mall in Newington, New Hampshire. Which is hilarious because when we lived there, that mall was dead. Well, never more than like ten cars in the parking malls, lot. Malls, malls have seen better days. the The model obviously needs to evolve a little bit with the changing times, but but nevertheless, we are still of the generation where you go to the mall. Yeah, we were still that generation when we were younger. Yep. You couldn't just order everything online and have it delivered to your door. Yep. You had to go to the mall. You had to go to the mall. You had to go downtown. 
Yeah. Had to go to the shops, had to go in and out of the shops, you know, and it was, um, it was great. And I still, I still really enjoy it. And so one of the things that I'm a sucker for the Christmas, especially this time of year is walking around the mall. I love it. I love it. I love going to downtown areas. It's really, I'm not. I'm not a real big go out and about and do things kind of person unless it involves going to a brewery or, or going to a golf course or going for a run, frankly. I mean, like, you know, you know, or go, going out to eat. I mean, those are the things that that's 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 basically it. Um, um, you know, I, I like to stay and put my feet up and, and tuck into a good book. But um, so anyway, what's going on in the world? What's going on in the world? Christmas is what's going on in the world. That's why we're talking about it. Oh. We got people got to get their shopping done. Um, Do people have any money? Because the guy on the radio said that we're more the most we've been in debt in ten years or something. Yeah, that was depressing. Almost as depressing as the amount of commer- the commercial to music ratio on the Christmas Channel, combined with the fact that the guy was reading depressing economic statistics. It was a real downer on the way home today. And it was on the Christmas Music Channel. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, fine. Let's talk about stuff that happened, the real stuff that happened in the real world and not talk about getting stuck in traffic jams and eat, drinking Orange Juliuses while you walk around the mall at Christmas time. I was never a fan of Orange Julius. Sorry. It's just a disgrace. You know, you come from, and you come from a family with, with we you were all more, have sweet tooth. We like sweet tooth. We liked Jamba Juice. Okay. That's so, because, you know, you're just, that's the typical <laughs> left coast. Oh, it's not. It's actually probably worse for you than an Orange Julius, a Jamba Juice. I'm not even sure we had Orange Julius, to be honest. Like, I don't remember ever seeing that. Hmm. I'm surprised by that. I thought it was a national thing. Anyways, I can tell you who's not going to be getting any Orange Julius gift cards from the Democratic Party uh, this Christmas. And it's going to be uh, our senator, Kirsten Cinema. Is she going to join the Republican or is she going to be an independent? Well, she's an independent. She's doing Was she always an independent? This is new. No, this is new. She's a Democrat. Now she's an independent. I think she still will caucus with the Democrats, I guess. I don't know. This means nothing because I kind of look at every senator as just an independent. You know, it just matters, you know, what it, it, you know, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, political party. A political party really is kind of a, a thing of the past, if you will. Um, I mean, structurally, no, but in a way, yes. Um, you know, I mean, look at, I, I hate to hate to use her as an example, but look at AOC. I mean, the Democrat Party did her no favors, and she got into Congress, right? Taking down a, ta- taking down a, 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 a ten-term incumbent. You know, someone who's going to be, who's on the cusp of leadership positions in, in, in Congress. So, you know, when you when you think about, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that that's the norm, but when you think about more and more and more of these people from outside, quote unquote, outside the system getting getting into the system, you start to wonder how much this this party apparatus really has longevity. But nevertheless, <clears throat> Kirsten Cinema leaving, uh, becoming an independent, wrote an op-ed in the Arizona Republic today. Why I'm registering as independent. I'm joining the growing number of Arizonans who reject party politics by declaring my independence from the broken partisan system in Washington. That was the headline quote from her. And um, as you could, um, as you could uh, 
uh, imagine the response from the Democrats were was uh, was was positive. Real ha- real happy, real happy for her. A lot of profanity thrown in her direction um, because they they can't stand her. She also dropped a nice little nugget that she might vote for a Republican in twenty twenty four. Oh yeah. Well, to keep your independent status, don't you have to kind of do both? Like, I feel like if you just vote on the Republican side, then you're basically just a Republican who refuses to admit that they're a Republican. Yeah, well, but, you know, I mean, she does. I mean, she she's I mean, first of all, here's the thing, though. She's pro-abortion. Oof. Right. She's pro-abortion. So let's let's not not um, let's let's not forget that. Um, but she's, you know, she is a th- it has been a thorn in the side of the Democrats for for quite some time. Her and Manchin have been the the people who have basically so then kept. If she's they now, have, Cinema and Manchin have have kind of kept the barbarians at bay for a little bit here for us. So if she is now uh, technically an independent, what is the number breakdown in the Senate then? Well, I think they still have the fifty-one forty-nine. Even without her? Well, no, they would have. It would. Wouldn't it be fifty forty-nine one? But she's not. Caucus, she's not caucusing with the Republicans. She's right, not but she'd be. It would be fifty forty-nine one, right? Yeah, the right. Well, it'd be like fifty. It's it's more like forty-nine forty-nine. It's more like forty-nine. Two? We have two independents. It's more like forty-eight forty-nine two because she's an independent. Bernie is an independent. Obviously. Oh, what a joke. And Angus King in Maine is an independent. Sure. And I think Murkowski in Alaska is an independent, actually. There are four of them, right? Well, then how did we ever get to 51? <laughs> like, in that, like, election day. Because Murkowski caucuses with the Republicans, right? Okay. And Cinema caucuses with the Democrats. And Bernie caucuses with the Democrats, and Angus King in Maine caucuses with the Democrats. So you're saying she's now an independent, but still going to caucus with the Democrats? Yes. She's still going to maintain her committee assignments, I believe. Well, then what is the point? That's what I'm telling you. It's not that big of a deal. It's just, it's, she's just, she's just kind of, what this really is, is that she's, she's tired of like the progressives just picking on her. All the time. She's like, you want to know what? You don't want me to be part of the party? Fine. I'm not going to be part of the party. Up yours. <laughs> That's really part of it. Okay. Um, and her being like, listen, I'm tired of you people harassing me all the time. I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. It's over. Um, you know, I, 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 some Democrats have said, said, well, it's because she's not going to win a Democrat primary in 2024. That's probably true. Um I have no doubt that she'll have a. I'm interested to see what how how she does in the 2024 election because it is going to be a presidential year. Everyone comes out. You would think it would probably favor someone like her. You know, I'm interested to see who we run on our side. Um, you know, because, you know, you know. We, I think I I think um, I think she could. What is it? I I don't. I, I I think this is kind of an easy way for her to kind of, to 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 win re-election. Um, I, I think that's what I'm saying in the state. But anyways, that was the big de- thing that we uh, we woke up to. The thing that we ended 
we we went to sleep learning last night was that Twitter actually does shadow ban people. This was the this is the big news, and it continued on into today with Elon Musk saying that even politicians were subject to this shadow banning. And for those of you who don't understand what shadow banning is on Twitter, this is what happened. Um, Twitter um, can choose which accounts are um, amplified, I think would be the proper term. Yeah. Right? They can choose which, which accounts receive more publicity, receive more prominence when you're searching for certain terms or subjects or people or whatever. And what they came- also can decide even within like your own feed yes. where people you follow mm-hmm. show up. Yep, or if they show up, or if yeah, or they, if they show, show up at all. at all. And the term shadow banning is essentially the term that... You know what I like to compare it to? If you've seen The Office, there's a scene where Creed talks about his Creed thoughts and how Ryan put it on the internet for him. Yes. And Ryan's like, yeah, I just made it a word doc because no one needs to hear Creed thoughts. Precisely. That's essentially what technically it's on Twitter, but no one can see it. Exactly. Exactly. You 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 tweeted. It's stored on the Twitter servers, but it's not actually no one actually sees the tweet. And so it came out that Charlie Kirk and Dan Bongino were subject to this. Today, Elon Musk said that there were politicians that were subject to this. It turns out that there was that this was a this was corporate policy and not just corporate policy, but it just seemed everyone at Twitter had this, this overriding opinion of we must stifle conservative speech. So everyone that said, no, Twitter doesn't do this. Turns out complete lie. Twitter, Twitter actually did this. Um, that's, that's the, that, that was the big news until, until cinema was, and I, 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 I keep forgetting because I'm not on social media anymore and I'm really just so far removed from it, how important social media is to a lot of people out there. Like just how important waking up in the morning and being like, what's on Twitter? What's on Facebook? What's on Instagram? What's on whatever? Like I forget what that's like in a way. Mm-hmm. And so I forget how, because I look at this and I just go like, well, that's so stupid. Why are, why are people, first of all, why are people using Twitter, a platform that limits your thoughts to 140 characters? Why, why are people looking at Twitter as this be all and end all of, of free speech and the First Amendment in America? And, um, and, I, and I forget the fact that because it's easy, it's simple, and um, it's quick, and in in some ways, like it's gamified news. It's mm-hmm. gamified news. You just you just swipe down and bam, you got a whole bunch of new things to trigger you. Swipe <laughs> again, bam, a whole bunch of new things to trigger you. Bam, swipe again. Oh, you weren't triggered enough. Well, we got more things to trigger you right now. Oh, by the way, breaking news. Yeah, no. Thanks. It's like a really unhealthy way of consuming information. Yeah. Not great, but I forget how many people are really like t- are 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 really tied into to Twitter and 
and see it as this important thing because generally I just like to make fun of it and chalk it up to the fact that it's because journalists are lazy. Because the number one requirement to be a journalist in mainstream media today is to lack critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. Right? They do give you a test. If you want to work for NBC, ABC, CBS, they give you a test. They want to make sure that you don't have critical thinking skills. Don't think outside the box. Max is being sarcastic. For those of you without a library. It's <laughs> they don't actually give that test. So I'm saying Twitter is one of those things that makes complete sense for me to journal for journalists to enjoy because they don't have to think. They can just boom, throw out anything, boom. Monkey farts 420 said uh, he doesn't like Donald Trump, you know, and that's 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 powerful voice here in Twitter. <laughs> Thank goodness for monkey farts 420. The war on Christmas is real and it's spectacular. Oh yeah. Now if I had happening. to pick, if I had to pick a state on where this story comes from, give me three states where you think the war on Christmas is alive and well. California. Okay, that's an easy one. Oregon. Okay. Um. Something in New England. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> something in New England, Massachusetts. Let's pick the worst state in Mass. Let's pick the worst state in New England, Massachusetts. A Massachusetts town library caused an uproar when it reportedly decided to skip the annual installation of a Christmas tree. The Endicott branch of the Dedham Public Library in Massachusetts decided it will not set up its Christmas tree publicly this season after decades of tradition. And what is their reasoning? Library director Amber Maroney had said some people were offended by having a Christmas tree in the library, so the installation was nixed. Who was offended? That's a great question. Do they even go to the library? Apparently they have a menorah for Hanukkah. Oh, but not the Christmas tree. But not the Christmas tree. Okay. Do they also have the Kwanzaa... Cabana or whatever I it's believe, called? I believe they do, actually. Kwanzaa is one of the holidays that this uh, library celebrates. This library celebrates so many things. Pride Week, Fourth of July, Thanksgiving, Kwanzaa, the Jewish holidays. Not Christmas. Christmas is gone. No more Christmas in Massachusetts. In Dedham, Massachusetts. Don't live there. Why? Why? I, I, I just have to wonder... What would make someone offended by the Christmas tree? What's offensive about a Christmas tree? I don't know. Is it the fact that the defective ones get thrown in the wood chipper? <laughs> Is it a Phoebe Buffet thing? Oh, yeah. It's probably environmentalist wackos being like, you're killing trees. You're killing That's trees. Probably it. You're killing trees. That offends me. That, that helps climate change. Yeah. Yep. Helps global warming mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Is it still, is it climate? It's still climate change. It's climate change. Uh, as far as I know, it's still climate change. It's still change. climate change. Okay. Well, they'll change it. They'll change it when the when the temperature starts tur- turning back. You know, it was. I'm old enough to remember when it was global cooling. Right. The next ice age. I remember that. I remember the next ice age. That's why they got smart and did change because now obviously the climate changes. So now they can't be wrong. Imagine living in a world where you don't have the answers to the most complex questions that humanity faces. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, oh, oh. 
What a terrible, terrible, terrible way to go through life, having to discover things and maybe not knowing the answer to everything. Um, since we did talk about the, 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 the shadow banning, I do, I do have to say, um, Laura Ingram hit the nail on the head on this one. She said that shadow banning killed people. (laughs) Please elaborate. I think shadow banning actually could have, well, did a few steps removed. It led to death. I think kids, because of these lockdowns, the mental health evidence that is piling up now across the country, suicide, depression, anxiety, self-harm, everything we're seeing that came out of these lockdowns, we couldn't talk about it without getting suppressed. You were called a conspiracy theorist, and so was I. I think that's actually legitimate, talking about the lockdowns, talking about all of this, because one of the people who was um, suppressed was Jay... Bhattachara, Dr. J. Bhattachara from Stanford, who is a big um, um, uh, uh, so, so, someone, someone who was critical of uh, many COVID policies that were out there. And it turns out that he was one of the people who they suppressed his feed. Mm. You know, a doctor at Stanford is now quack. Yeah. Um, that's just how it is out there. Um, all right. Uh, I just love. I, I just had to pick on this. I don't have a food. I'm going to task you with coming up with a food thing, or okay. we can do, or we can do favorite holiday, whatever. I'll, I'll think of something. You'll don't worry. Something. You'll give me two seconds. Don't I got worry it. About it. I'll give you two seconds. So the old Paul Harvey. I have one. Or, Boom! I have one. Boom! You have one. Great. Highbrow films aimed at winning Oscars are losing audiences. I get a kick uh, out of this story every year. No one wants to watch that highbrow thing. They've been writing about this stuff. Highbrow. You know, it's these stupid, it's these stupid Dramatic, middle America artistic. people. They just want to watch superheroes. They don't want to watch our crappy liberal nonsense movies about a South Park, so put it so correctly, two gay cowboys eating pudding. <laughs> That is always going to be my take on a lot of these these movies that the Oscars uh, nominate, and um, it's just it goes it and it's and it's I feel like I've I've read this story for the past decade, and it's one hundred percent true that all of these movies, these art house movies, these movies that are are character explorations, or they're it's really they have to come up. It's like selling a bad house. If you've ever read real estate listings. The more um, adjectives, the more um, over-the-top um, language that's used, flowery, lang- flowery language, um, you know you're in for you know you're going to be in for a real treat when you go see the property, mm-hmm. right? You got to sell it right. It's not small; it's quaint, <laughs> right? Think about that. Think about those little buzzwords. All Hollywood has to come up with a whole bunch of different buzzwords for these movies that what us consumers uh, also refer to as crap, right? And that's and that's the main problem is that Hollywood has spent the past couple of decades looking at at least half of America and going, we reject your values, we think you're bigots, we think you're sexists, we think you're homophobes, we think you're transphobic, we think you hate women, we think you want The Handmaid's Tale to be a real thing. 
and we're going to make movies that make fun of your culture, and we're going to make movies that make fun of people who live the way that you live your lives. And now we're going to complain that you don't want to come out and watch our movies. I have zero sympathy for Hollywood suffering. I, like, I have zero sympathy for the movie industry turning into, I mean, what are also crappy movies, which are the superhero movies, because they're all the same. Okay? When was the last time Spider-Man was killed? Never. Spider-Man's never lost. <laughs> Superman's never lost. Batman's never lost. Right? They always win. New, just, just a pro tip for you. The next time you go see a superhero movie, there's not going to be a surprise ending. <laughs> there's not going to be a twist. Okay? Bruce Willis? Okay? He wasn't dead the entire time, okay? You know, like, that's that's not that's not happening, okay? Bruce Willis has just got green paint, and he's going to kill the bad guy. But actually, speaking of Bruce Willis, it's diehard season. Sure. Which that's you finally made me watch. Talk, that's what we should talk about. I've and which you enjoyed. I've finally seen it. And enjoyed. It was interesting. I don't know that I want to see it again. But you wouldn't say no to seeing it again. I think that's what I don't think I want to see it again means. Okay, which Alan Rickman character was worse Alan in, for Christmas movies? Was his character in Love Actually worse or was his character in Die Hard worse? Uh, I don't totally remember his character in Die Hard anymore. Hans Gruber, he's the main bad guy. Oh. Hans, Bubby. I mean, I guess he's worse, but... Because <laughs> he's a terrorist. But the Love Actually one is pretty terrible, too. It's true. It's true. So, hard to say. Um, all right, food thing? Food thing. Let's go food thing. So, I'm currently on a grilled cheese and tomato soup kick. Yes, you are. So, we're going to go with what is your... Fa- like, what is your perfect grilled cheese? If you had, like, all the ingredients in the world, what would you make? Mm, see uh am i allowed to add meat or we could go with what's the perfect cheese oh see, I'm, a fresh, cheese. I'm a i'm a i see well oh in a grilled cheese yeah, oh in a grilled, grilled cheese. cheese well it's got to be the, the singles the american singles like craft yeah Ugh. yeah i mean that's 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 grilled cheese right there baby yuck um the best cheese is fresh mozzarella in a grilled cheese? Maybe not in a grilled cheese, but I'm just that saying. That would get real watery cheese. as you're trying to like toast it. Oh, I don't it know would, about that. Would, yeah, oh, no, it wouldn't. It would. It would work very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I think the Kraft American singles are fantastic. I like, um, I like a good, uh, you know, pro, a sharp provolone really activates when you heat it up. Mm. That can be a good one, unless you don't like a good sharp provolone. That can that can really that can really, you know, really wake the senses. But a good sharp provolone, I don't think, is a bad one. Yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of that. I'm liking the Colby Jack that we you are, are. going to use tonight. Um, so I don't know what my perfect one is, probably because I just, like, don't know the name of it. Um, but the next time we go eat the perfect grilled cheese, I'll be like, what is this cheese? <laughs> what is this? What is what this? Is this? Um, I will say when adding ingredients to a grilled cheese, one thing that I do love is bologna and onions. 
chop bologna Max likes to go, oh, grilled cheese? Let me make it into a panini. No, that's not a grilled cheese anymore. Now you just made a panini. You threw meat and all this other junk in it. That's not a grilled cheese anymore. It's a panini. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. When does a grilled cheese become not a grilled when cheese? When you add anything but cheese and bread. Is, there, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. It's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's a tostada? (laughs) Tortilla cheese, meat, and vegetables. All right, friends. Get on that Christmas shopping. Get on the Christmas shopping. You will hear us on Monday. You're welcome. I got it right this time. Go out out there. You know what? Start a Twitter account and go get shadow banned. No, don't do that. That's a waste of time. Go Christmas shopping. Okay. See you Monday. I did it. Bye. Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. <laughs> <laughs>